Thank you very much, Julian, and thanks to Ash, Alec, and Lindsay for the thoughts that I'm sure will provoke a continued conversation. Uh, before we turn to a break, which will happen at uh, 11 o'clock, I want to uh, hand over to uh, Boshu Kielik, who is the director of, dig of the Digital Rights Program at Public Citizen. She's going to be presenting the paper, The Time is Now, a Framework for Comprehensive Privacy Protection and Digital Rights in the United States. Please join me in welcoming Boshu Kielik. Thank you. Well, let me just say that it is a, it, I'm thrilled to be here. I've been on this stage before a few times, but always as a trade expert, and I never thought that I would come here and talk about privacy, but life is full of surprises. So I'm gonna present a framework that we developed as consumer, uh, consumer advocates and consumer advocacy organizations. And just a heads up, some of you won't like what I'm going to present. Um, so, uh, our framework is called a Framework for Comprehensive Privacy Protection and Digital Rights in the United States. Um, or coalition, which is called Privacy and Digital Rights for All Coalition. It is a coalition of uh, 16 consumer advocacy organizations. And the problem is, like, privacy is a hot topic nowadays in DC, and especially this week, there were two hearings back to back about consumer privacy, but there weren't any consumer voice involved in the, in the hearings. So this, this, the successive scandals and breaches demonstrate that self-regulation in the online environment is not working. It's not working for us, it's not working for consumers. So we need a comprehensive framework and privacy legislation. But the problem is the, the discussions are, 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 are framed outside based on the, the, without, the consumer way, without the consumer voice and reflects the assumptions and biases of the industry. So the old framework, privacy and um, framework for privacy and digital rights in the United States try to, tries to bring the consumer voice in the discussion. So uh, the first uh, the first issue on our framework is the preemption. Let's call the elephant in the room. Like, why are we having this discussion here today? You know, after all those years, big tech opposing the federal privacy legislation, suddenly they are interested in a privacy legislation. What's the reason? The reason is California. The reason is state governments have been progressive about the, the protection of uh, privacy. You like, the, you like the CPPA, you like it or not, but the, it's there and it starts the discussion. And today we are discussing federal, um, federal privacy legislation because the states took progressive positions. And we call this, we are against the preemption. We want a federal law, but we want federal law to be a baseline. Because we believe that the states are the laboratories of democracy. And they innovate protections to keep up with the rapidly changing technology. So we demand federal baseline legislation establishing a floor, not a ceiling. And secondly, we want 
to enforce fair information practices. What are fair information practices? The federal legislation should be built on a familiar policy framework, such as the original US Code of Fair Information Practices and widely followed OECD guidelines. And the core principles include transparency about business practices, data collection and use limitations, data minimization, deletion, purpose specification, access and correction rights, accountability, data accuracy, confidentiality and security. We, we push for a very broad definition of personal data. The personal data should define broadly as the information that identifies or could identify a particular person, including aggregate and the identified data. And then we also want federal legislation to establish limits on the collection, use, and disclosure of sensitive personal data, establish enhanced limits on the collection, use, and disclosure of data of children and particularly teens. We want federal legislation to regulate consumer scoring and other business practices that diminish people's life chances and prohibit prohibit or prevent manipulative marketing practices. I told you, some of you won't like what I'm presenting. Um, third, thirdly, we want to have an independent data protection agency. I think that's the reason why people are calling our coalition as the Progressive Privacy Coalition, because the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, it's, it's not working for us. It's not working for consumers. FTC has failed us many, many times. And every country with a decent amount of consumer protection laws have an independent data protection agency. Do you know that Philippines is a data protection agency? Do you know that Mexico has a data protection agency? And 28 European countries have data protection agencies. So we need a new independent data protection agency for a new approach, a new focus on privacy protection, compliance with data protection obligations, emerging privacy challenges, social, ethical, and economic impacts of high-risk data processing impact assessment and impact assessment obligations. Over the last decade, the FTC's failure to act showed us that the problem, the problem has grown out. And now it's time to have a new approach and to have a new agency to protect our privacy and data. And we want an ensure robust enforcement. We want a private right of actions. Consumers should be able to, to go to the companies and ask them, like in case, of, in case of an infringement or a breach or violation, because the arbitration clauses do not protect consumers. And, perm and they permit dangerous business practices to continue. If a company violates the privacy law, consumers must be able to pursue a private right of action that provides a meaningful redress without showing additional harm. So the harm, we don't want harm. You know, if there is a violation, there should be a private uh, right of action. And then we want such statutory damages. 
because the statutory damages are an essential element of an effective privacy law. Robust enforcement also requires independent action by the state attorney general. Algorithmic governance. This is, this is a very important issue. When we look at the privacy legislation, we shouldn't only think about privacy. We should also think about our digital rights. That's why our coalition is called Privacy and Digital Rights for All Coalition. And nowadays, the algorithms determine our lives, like, and it, they make decisions on behalf of us. And the problem with the algorithms is they are traced to secret protected. And these trade secret protected algorithms are reinforcing the existing biases. I mean, for instance, Color of Change is one of, one of the members of our coalition. And they can tell you how algorithms work against the, the people of color. And people are experiencing it. So we need a algorithmic transparency. But um, apart from the transparency, we also want an accountability and oversight of our algorithms. Because the algorithms are the future. And we can't, we can't leave it to the companies to, to control our future. I mean, the previous panel discussed that. So to take it or leave it or pay for privacy provisions or these kind of solutions which have been proposed, they are, they are not providing the effective solution for the consumers. We want to, to talk, we want, um, Federal law to prohibit, pay for privacy provisions, or take it or leave it in terms of service. And when we talk about consent, we talk about meaningful, informed, and revocable consent. And privacy by design is one of the discussions we've been having when every time we talk about privacy law or digital rights, the, 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 the reaction we get is, yeah, but Privacy rules affect innovation. They diminish innovation. You know what? Like, the thing is, like, if you think that the privacy rule diminishes innovation, you don't know anything about innovation, and your business is based on data exploitation. So there is nothing like privacy diminishes the innovation. The privacy by design should be the new rule. We need strong encryption. We need robust technology techniques for the de-identification and anonymization. Privacy-enhancing techniques that minimize or eliminate the collection and disclosure of personal data are essential for the new federal law. And we want federal law to make privacy by design an effective obligation. Last but not least, of course, the new federal law should limit the government access to personal data. U.S. companies shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be able to disclose user data in bulk to government agencies. So we need a clear standard reflecting Fourth Amendment interests and recognizing the legitimate basis for government access to personal data stored by private companies. Last but not least, as I mentioned, some of the, uh, the 
some of the uh, issues that I present may not be the issues you want in new federal legislation, but these issues are important for consumers. And I'd like to remind you, like, whoever controls the data controls the future. Let's take back control of our data. And to give it in your hands. This is your data, and this is your rights, and we should all demand our rights. And this is an opportunity for us. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I think uh, the flash talk in the first panel has given us a, a lot to think about. Uh, we are now up for a break, so we will be back in this room at 11 a.m. sharp. Uh, there will be refreshments in the lobby. Uh, there's also a bathroom on this floor. Uh, if you have any questions for me, I'll be milling around. Uh, feel free to speak to any of the uh, speakers, but I'll see you back here at 11 a.m. Thank you.